Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Glad you're with us and glad that we have Helen Holt with us as well. Welcome on, Helen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like fangirling because I listen to you guys all the time and I'm like, I'm on here. (laughs) Don't worry. We're really not that cool. Yeah. And if you actually saw like where we were and what was happening right now, you would be very disappointed. Uh, Very disappointed. Yeah. It should be like some glamorous studio. I with, wish. You know, yeah. with some like cool a view decor. of the skyline. Uh-huh. Maybe uh-huh. even just, I would just settle for a window. A window would be nice. A window. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We, uh, po- we've talked about this before on the podcast, but we podcast in like a windowless, weird room it's upstairs. Like orange. The wall. walls are orange. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not very inspiring. But nonetheless, we are so glad you are here. Um, Helen, you are a meteorologist, um, and I got to say, once you listen to this podcast, you should check out um, Helen's Facebook page because I'm I'm so jealous. Do you? How close do you live to the beach, Helen? Um, I'm like a golf cart ride or a bike ride away, so maybe like five minutes. Yeah. So one of the things I love about your social media accounts is you, and I don't know if it's every single day, but many days you walk out on the beach first thing in the morning and have this like wonderful video of walking onto the sand and the sunrise. And it's so inspiring. Every time it pops up on my feet, I'm like, ah, a lovely beach shot to start the day. Well, it's funny, like last year was my, I celebrated my 30th birthday. So during the month of April, I sit every morning recording myself watching the sunrise and I was like oh that was that was cool I did it for my 30th birthday yeah but then this year popped up and I was like oh like that would be cool to go watch the sunrise at the beach and try to do it every day but not kill myself over if I don't make it out there because I have kids and you know whatever my schedule holds you know every day can be different so yeah life happens I, I try to do it most days even in the rain but it's like a sense of calmness Starting, yeah. starting with that view and I have my, my coffee and I'm only there for like a few seconds so I mean like the video seems nice but it's like a you know very small portion of my entire day but I'm glad you guys enjoy it because I just started at like for me as a just kind of a personal goal and then I've heard so, so much good feedback from it so I'm glad you enjoy it in the mountains well we yes do. we do and we are both beach lovers Katie and I and so you know I think even for for anyone who doesn't live at the beach it's like ooh, I'm like mini on vacation for 20 <laughs> seconds as I'm scrolling through my feed this morning and it's just nice speaking of that Helen so you have two little boys how old are they no I actually have a girl oh, and a boy I'm sorry I thought it was two boys okay a girl and a no. boy and yep. tell me how so old they are Caroline. yeah Caroline and Connor so Caroline will be um, 
four next month, and okay. Connor will be two next month. They're okay. like almost exactly two years apart. And you live on the coast. We shouldn't. We talked about the beach, but you live on the coast of North Carolina. Yes, I live um, near Carolina Beach. So um, I've I've been here um, for I guess about eight or nine years now. Wow. Um, and you were uh, a meteorologist at the, a local station there in Wilmington and then decided to kind of step back recently just to spend more time with your kids, correct? Sure. Yeah. So I actually went to UNC Asheville. Nice. Go Bulldogs. I knew that. And, yeah. I, in- and I interned at WLOS for a whole year with Jason Boyer and <gasps> got um, a weather internship. Yes. Love Jason. Aww. And I did another internship in the news department. And I spend a lot of time with Ingrid. Mm-hmm. Love her. Oh, <laughs> we will tell her you said hello. Uh, yeah. And the fact that she went on to be a meteorologist, mm-hmm. even cooler. So um, I went to UNCA, got my atmospheric sciences degree, and then landed a job at the ABC and CBS station in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is basically like my home market. I'm, I'm from eastern North Carolina. And this is about as close as I can get to where I grew up. So it was like a dream because normally your first job, you're going to right. somewhere Podunk. across the country. Yeah, somewhere totally far away from where you live and uh, where you grew up. So I got so lucky and um, I started as the weekend meteorologist, weekday reporter. And I did that for about three, three and a half years. And I really spent a lot of time on social media. And this was when like digital and news stations were was really starting to build. Yeah. And we realized we needed someone to be on the web full time or at least you know the majority of the time to help post content from either you know other local stories state or national stories and I said hey I'm pretty good at social media like let me take a crack at it and also that would get me off weekends and I could do some of the newscasts during the evenings um, doing weather as well so I was like this is a win-win for me Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm always willing to learn so I ended up being the web content producer slash weekday meteorologist for I guess it was a little over four years and this was also the time that I had um Caroline and um coming towards the end I had Connor as well which made things a little bit more challenging with uh the new schedule yeah so um, but I mean I, I loved what I do every day was a little different because I did get a little dabble in weather and also the uh you know news side of things mm-hmm. and um at the end of 2021, um, I decided to leave. Yeah. Well, totally makes sense. We get it. The news schedule with kids is brutal. Brutal, 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 to say the (laughs) least. Um, So do you have, so I know you do some social media now. Um, Do you have anything else that you have always dreamed you would do? Any other career that you thought, you know what? This is what I would do if I wasn't in news. Yeah. My husband always laughs at it, but um, I would love to own an ice cream shop. Yeah. Oh, fun. And you're in a perfect location. Yes. This is not laughable. This is realistic to me. Yeah. We, on our road, at the end of our road, we have an ice cream shop and I'm there all the time. And <laughs> I'm like, I could totally, this could be my life. I could well, own, own I mean, maybe I you just make friends with them. And then one day when they're set to retire, you know, you take it over <laughs> and that's your, that's your thing. Maybe. I mean, it's very convenient, like seven blocks from me, right. and, which is a problem. Yeah, I was going to say the only problem with owning an ice cream shop for me would be that I would eat a lot of ice cream. But, you know, if you've got some self-control, then you should be fine. 
Um, so tell us what the craziest thing. So you did news, you did web, you did social media, mm-hmm. weather. What was the craziest thing to happen to you in the news business? So I, I kind of have two. One I'll touch on news, and one is like my weather side. So I would say as a meteorologist, my crazy thing was uh, our coverage during Hurricane Florence mm-hmm. um, in September 2018. We were on air, I think it was for 83 or 84 and a half hours. So it was like three and a half days straight. We did coverage. We were doing like, I think the first shift, it was like 12 hours on, 12 hours off. And then we realized it was better to do eight hours on, eight hours off, which was a horrible decision because you just never got any sleep during right. that time. But it, it was a roller coaster ride to, to forecast and to get the information out because a lot of people didn't have power. And this the storm was just a soaker on an already like wet year. And it, it, it was just it was a challenge forecasting. And then we had the emotional side of things right. um, after we had historic river flooding and we had so many rescues and just the, the whole experience was. Um, a good learning one for for not only me as a meteorologist, but for our whole community of things that we can do better to mm-hmm. um, you know get the information out, and then also for like evacuation routes and you know yeah. all it was it was it was a great learning experience for everybody. But um, and then also on my shift, I feel like we had all the tornado warnings happen mm. um, when, when I was working. We had like twenty or thirty warnings, oh, and one of which. Uh, actually came was coming towards our station and I had to make the call um and say hey we got to get into our safe room right now oh so we oh, wow. briefly like went inside to our, our room ha- had a couple minutes go by and we went back into the studio to start our coverage again and there was a huge hole in our roof that was pouring <gasps> down so what? I was like I made, yes I was like I made the right call oh on my... that um, oh my yeah wow so like yeah, the engineers had to come in with the shot back trying to get all the moisture up as much as possible. And we're, uh, you know, we have our mics on trying to do the warning. Um, it was it was wild um, wow. during that time. But I'll never forget that. Um, that was yeah. probably the craziest weather-wise. That sounds nuts. And I think, you know, for people not in this business, you know, those storms are so scary for the new side, but especially for the meteorologists too. And you really do feel a lot of pressure because you are – you know, putting things out there, warnings, updates that could literally save people's lives. So it is a lot of pressure. It's very stressful. And as you just said, you know, your stations, you, the people you're working with are kind of in the line of fire as well. So it's, it's a lot happening. And P.S. You're on live TV during the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Most people didn't have power at that point. So they're trying to, I guess, stream from their phone or they had a generator, you know, so, and, and a lot of it happened overnight as well. So you couldn't mm. really see anything coming. So it, it, that, that was, yeah. Very, oh, gosh. Uh, well, let's move on to something a little um, less stressful. Is there something yeah, okay. that you're currently obsessed with? A product, a movie, a podcast, um, something for your kids or for yourself? Um, what's something that you are just in love with right now? Well, I, I was really into The Bachelor this season. Ah, I, I, Okay into it but this season I don't know what happened but it had me hooked so I was I was really I was really into that but I guess right now would be a personal thing it would be um getting coffee out okay. which is really oh. my wallet. but I feel like it, it, it makes me happy I guess yeah by having a cup of coffee and I and I don't go to the the big stores I try to keep it all local but that is 
my jam lately. Is so like going to, out and sitting down at a coffee shop and enjoying a cup of coffee in said local coffee coffee shop. Yeah, if if I can sit down, I will, or I'll just get it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll do a little work at the coffee shop. So um, that is that is my thing. And I, it I always I, tastes better than what you make at home, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to cost a lot more. My husband probably is not. Yeah, really right. Exactly. <laughs> it's okay. It's worth it. What's your go-to order? Um, I mean, I like vanilla latte, but I guess a honey salt latte. There's a place mm. um, near me, and I, I always get that all the time. Sounds lovely. It's so good. Um, yes, it's as right. I'm drinking the, like nasty coffee I don't know from why work you here. Do it. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it's like penance. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, all right, Katie. The first article is judging parents. Yep, right? it's from the Atlantic. One of my, um, I, I love the articles. They the always Atlantic. have good articles. They're always yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the title is "Judging Parents Online as a National Sport: Whether They Share Their Joys or Their Struggles, Parents Just Can't Win on Social Media." Um, this writer says, um, to be a parent on the internet is to be constantly accused of false advertising. We make parenting sound so freaking horrible, messy, tedious, nightmarishly life-destroying, like it will change everything, mostly for the worse, or it's that we make it look so easy, aesthetically pleasing, and effortlessly beautiful. Um, And, you know, basically miles from what motherhood looks like for many of us, like that ideal image. And she talks about... um, Basically, people can't seem to agree on what they want from their their social media posters, especially their moms. You know, basically she's saying people are critical if you, you know, are critical of motherhood and they're critical if you make things look too good. And um, she talks about, and I think this is exactly right, how you feel is depending on what you notice or where you are in life. It's less about the poster and more about the person consuming the social media stuff. So if you're pregnant, um, perhaps with your first child, inevitably, like, you seem to notice all of the, um, like, those people who are talking about how horrible being a parent is or how horrible giving birth is. Um, Or if, like, your kid's not sleeping, you seem to notice the, the people who are posting about their kid uh, like sleeping like eight straight hours when they're two weeks old, you know? So she talks about how it's just like there's not really a win-win situation when it comes to posting. And like that's basically – there's no – there's really like no way around it. Yeah, yeah, there's just yeah. no way around it. I mean, even if you were to post every sing- – like the good and the bad, there w- somebody would inevitably be – offended there is yeah. a, it's a lose-lose situation one of the quotes I liked was it's either soul-sucking complaints or phony cheer yeah like you know what it's totally one extreme or the right. other right and I think I think that she's right in terms of you know it's so much more about where you are and how you're interpreting the post you know versus what that poster means or is inferring when they post something um do you feel this Helen when you are scrolling through social media Oh, for sure. I feel like 
the um, like the top like influencers on social media platforms make it seem like a very glamorous life. Add the filters, you know, make it seem like it's easy peasy. And then I feel like at the kind of more local level, the local mom Facebook groups, you get more of right. the mm-hmm. right. uh, negative side of things, right. and or you know, people are like kind of trolling other moms and or you know, just giving kind of unsolicited advice. Right. I don't know, but. I, I, you know, you see all the size and and you, I guess, have to take it what it's worth. Like, you know, you see the glamorous side and you're like, okay, I know those kids have tantrums and they have their bad days. And right, right. When you see the negative stuff and you say, well, you know, it's, they're going to have good days too. So I follow just, a lot of moms who I feel like try to, you know, are very humorous and make fun of a lot of things and like, you know, mm-hmm. their kind of shtick is to... Um, just make light of everything, which is what I need in my in my life yeah. and who, who I want to follow and see posts from. And it amazes me how they will even comment, oh, my gosh, like I got a lot of negative feedback today. And it's like really If they post something crushing. that's not like shiny. Or, or just in general. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's exactly to the point of this article that no matter what. And these people, I'm like. How could anyone be critical of these women? They're just normal moms who are posting funny stuff. Like yeah. I can't imagine thinking that their content, like what what anyone would say about it, to be critical. Um, so that's all just to say that people will find a way to bring you down. You know, no matter what your content is, no matter which side of the fence you're going on, or even if you're in the middle. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess honestly, the long and short of it is, I'm glad I'm not an influencer who has to read all these critical <laughs> comments and deal with all of them, yeah. you know, because you are just posting stuff, you know, for you sometimes to try and help the community, you know, you're not posting anything to, to bring negative feedback, but unfortunately it just happens, I think. Yeah. I think that's sort of the nature of social media. I hate to say yeah. it, especially people are so much braver when they're posting Mm -hmm. behind their phone or behind a keyboard my sister and I talk about this a lot because you know it's you know we know a lot of the same people from like high school and college like nothing on social media is real I'm Mm -hmm. sorry like there's just very (laughs) I'm I'm serious there's very little on social media that I think is real even even these influencers who are posting something you know like trying to be negative or relatable I'm sometimes like I know but I even that I feel like is staged for a specific reaction right like I want to seem relatable I want Mm -hmm, to blah blah mm -hmm. blah like it's just it's just I don't know I just I think you have to sort of keep you know you really have to keep it in mind that I mean this is this is not real life for anybody yeah Yeah, it's not real life for anybody and I not that not to say that I think social media is useful I think for sure it's useful but I don't think that you should allow your allow yourself to be (laughs) to be influenced if you will even though they're social you know Mm -hmm. they're social influencers you shouldn't allow your mood if you're able I mean I know that's easier said than done but like I wouldn't let them influence you either way to be totally honest um I follow this guy I just looked it up I follow this guy Hey, haters with a Z, yeah. right? H a y d e r z. Are you familiar with him huh, at all, huh. Helen? Have you heard of this guy? No, no, I haven't. Okay, well, you should follow him. So he, his whole thing is to make fun of the influencers, and he's so 
spot on. Yeah. He's so spot on. Like, it's it's literally what we're talking about. He will get on there and say, hey, y'all, I just wanted to tell y'all that I'm relatable, too. See, I didn't make my bed today. Yeah. Even though it's <laughs> a very expensive bed, probably much nicer than yours. You know, but he yeah. just has the whole thing <laughs> nailed. And it just makes me laugh so hard because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what the influencers mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious to me that there's people, you know, influencers impersonating the influencers now. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a tough thing. And, and as Katie mentioned, you know, there is so much good that can come from it, but unfortunately it's hard sometimes to find that amongst yeah. the phoniness and the all too realness perhaps, or, you know. Yeah. I think it also blows my mind how some people just get so confident behind that keyboard though. Yes. Just wanna... yes. Well, and we get that in news too. I mean, we put ourselves out there cause it's, our job but I feel like everybody wants to make like a comment on how we do things one mm-hmm. one example was when I was pregnant I mean yeah right. I kind of more form-fitting stuff especially like you know later on but somebody was like I remember a message I got it's like can you tell her to wear something that doesn't show her belly button and I'm like eight or nine months pregnant at this point you know yeah, right, I was just right. like you're like, what? I don't even have, what would that be? If there's nothing that exists that would be. A pillowcase. Yeah. Would you like me yeah. to wear a pillowcase? Yeah. yeah. Just, I'll yeah. my moo Let yeah. me tell my boss. I'll wear yeah. that tomorrow. I know. Yeah. But I, it's just, I just don't remember that. It's it, funny. People are just very confident behind the keyboard. That is so true. So true. Well- Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, Katie, do you have a mums for I us? do. Mom's the word. I don't know how to say it. Does that make it? I feel like no. It's it okay. Less, you um, want to spell it? Or? No. Well, I'll spell okay. it and say it. Okay. With confidence, um, <laughs> as if you're an anonymous poster yes. on social media. Yes. yes. Okay. So this is a makeup bag, um, and it's made by Kushi or Kushi, K U S S H I. Okay. Um, so it's a cosmetic bag. It comes in a couple of different um, sizes. The thing that I love about it, and I, if you're somebody who, A, maybe travels a lot and takes their makeup with them a lot, or if you're in TV news, which means, like, in general, you're dragging your makeup bag back and forth mm-hmm, all the time, mm-hmm. is it is washable. Ooh. Which... I, like I said, like every day my makeup bag goes back and forth. And you know how like when your makeup really, mm-hmm. you know, like especially your eyeshadows, all of that stuff. I mean, it gets yucky, right? <laughs> yeah. Like your bag, am I wrong? Tell no, me no. Wrong. Mine's Your disgusting. bag gets yeah. really disgusting. And so it's funny, like every year I would like have to throw it. Like my husband would see like my whole makeup bag in the trash and he'd be like, oh, your makeup bag is in the trash. And I'm like, no, I meant to trash it. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Like I have to get a new one. And he was like, what a waste. So this one, K-U-S-S. H-I. It's a washable travel makeup bag. It's made of nylon. I Guys, it is expensive, and it comes in a couple of different sizes. I have, of course, it comes in the... The extra large. I do. 
<laughs> I knew I do. I'm sorry. I have a lot of makeup. I mean, it takes a lot to, to get to make this happen every day. So there's the everyday bag. There's the signature bag. And there's the vacationer bag, which is like for people who are going on like some three-month-long sabbatical. That's mm. the one that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they range in prices from $45 to like $89. You can get them on Amazon. Um, I have washed mine a couple of times. I've had it for a couple of months. And I got to tell you, like, holds up. it holds up. And I know it's expensive, but it is better for the environment and cheaper than buying a new bag every year. Once yeah, a year. For sure. So I love it. Um, and I have, it also has a, um, forget what you call it, but it like folds up and it, mm-hmm. you can put your mm-hmm. like brushes in it. Mm-hmm. I have that as well. Also washable. It fits into your vacationer bag. Um, highly recommend. Okay. Amazon. And I love that it's on Amazon. Easy peasy. Right. All right. So one last article for today. Why I don't make my kid feel bad the minute she gets sad. Whew. Um, so Helen, your kids might be a little bit too young or maybe not. Um, I yeah. feel like Katie Rivers kind of there probably for a little of this that, that yeah. you know, they're starting to get to that age where things happen and they get sad. Um, and what do you do? You know, so this this um, the author of this article talks about and I she doesn't say her daughter's age. Here, she sounds like older, though. but right? I think like, like a you tween, know, a t- yes, a tween teenager. or a teen somewhere yeah. in there. So a little bit older. But she says that the, the kid just wasn't acting normal, was quiet, irritated. And she kind of opened up to her mom and said, I just don't know what's wrong. I'm just sad. Um, you know, the mom, of course, there's this instant instinct to want to fix it, right? To say, okay, well, what's really bothering you? And let's make it better. And here, let's listen to a fun song. Let's have a dance party. Let's tell some jokes, you know, to try and cheer the kid up. But instead, she said, you know, there is nothing wrong with feeling sad for no reason. Um, and I thought that was really powerful and a good message to send. I... Um, I have to say a lot of times with my older kids who are six and seven, um, they've just started where sometimes they'll have, you know, just an off day. And I think that there is this natural, you want to make it better, but they need to just kind of sit in that space for a minute sometimes. And she says in the article, and I think it's true, that's what we need to do sometimes too, right? There's There's times that I'm grumpy or sad, and even though my husband's trying to make me feel better, I'm like, no, you know what? I just need a minute, you know? Like, let me just be in this emotion and be in this space for a minute and get through this on my own. Uh, So I think it's smart to kind of teach that to your children. Um, I don't know, what do you guys think? Yeah, this goes back to, we have talked about this, this is something else we've talked about on the podcast. People, not just your kids, people want to be seen and heard Mm -hmm. they do not need you to solve their problems they want you to empathize with them sympathize with them but they don't want you to say look on the bright side Mm -hmm. blah 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 Mm -hmm. because that just makes that makes you feel like you're You're not not validated exactly Mm -hmm. so I I mean like so often like how you treat other adults is how you should treat your kids and vice and your kids like you it it can apply to your adult life as well I think for most people the instinct not just with your kids but with the adults in your life your spouse is to go to that place of like well like you know look on the bright side at least this Mm -hmm. this or this or tomorrow will be better blah 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 no you just you have to you have to say like I hear you I feel you I'm sorry Mm -hmm. you're feeling this way let me know if there's something I can do but just Mm -hmm. so you know this is totally normal Mm -hmm. right yes yes and um yeah to just let I think that it's such a strong message and something you want to teach your children that every day is not going to be great 
You know, you're going to have these moments and you need to figure out as a person on your own how to deal with them, which, you know, of course might be a little bit too much of a lesson at, you know, four, but I think just starting to plant those seeds of every day is not going to be rosy and there's going to be some rough times. And sometimes you just have to be by yourself and and think it over and kind of get through it. Um, I don't know, Helen, have you had any of this, these kind of experiences with your kids yet? Sure. I think my oldest, you know, when she gets frustrated by something, I I just try to, you know, let her know that it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to feel sad that we can't go do something or we can't be with your friends. And if you want to talk about it, we can, or if not, you know, you can have a few minutes to yourself. I'm here. I'll support you anyway. And I think like as an adult, we get in those moods where we're feeling kind of sad or just have an off day. And I, my husband or like one of my friends, I'll just say like, you know, I'm just not feeling a hundred percent today. And like, I think they just say, okay, well, if you want to talk, like I'm here. And I think that's what, that's all you really need is someone to mm-hmm. like hear you and, and kind of just support you if you need it on the side or have a good cry. And, you know, you'll, you'll kind of be able to, you know, kind of move on with, with your day. Sometimes I just, I just need that. And sometimes my, my daughter just needs to have a good cry and, you, it is you know, it is weird though when your kids it's much better. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard though when with, with your kids because you do want them to, of course, be happy and not go through those moments. But you know, sure. you know that they're gonna happen in life, especially as they get older. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whew, yeah. I'm just not looking forward to the teenage years because then it's really gonna get rough. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then they might actually have like legit problems too. Like that's the other. Yeah, thing. that's scary. So maybe we should just enjoy these moments yeah. where their biggest issue is that, you know. Something happened on the playground. Yeah, yeah, their play date didn't last as long as they'd like it to. Yeah. Um, they didn't get chocolate they wanted or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> win of the week. Helen, do you have a win for us? Something small or big that's happened to you lately or your kids or your family or something you want to share? Well, we just came off of spring break mm-hmm. here um, where I live. And so that means, you know, no preschool, no no time uh, for me. So I, I will say that I got through spring break with very minimal amount of tantrums. And oh, that is a was, huge win. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we didn't really have a particular day that was like, you know, all, just, you know, you know, all down meltdown day. So we, we, we had a good day. The weather was like pretty nice here. So we were able to go outside a lot. I think that's the key when it's cold mm-hmm. and we can't go out much. It's, you know, who knows what the day will hold, but, um, yeah, we got through spring break good and kids are back in school now. And which so is another like, win that they're back in school. Yeah, yes. <laughs> win for me. <laughs> yeah. We, I had a similar spring break and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough when they're home all week and you're still trying to do all the things that you have to do. And I'm already um, kind of realizing that summer is going to be. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. School is, I mean, Wrapping up. River only has literally a month of school left mm-hmm. today. Oh, don't yeah. tell me that. Yeah. Your kids have a little, like she's in preschool, so they wrap up a little bit sooner. But yeah, a month. Ooh. It's coming for me. Fortunately, oh. my oldest is able to do some summer camps now, so we've been trying oh, to. Oh, nice. nice. Yes, yeah. that's very smart. Summer. That's very smart. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Helen. We had such a great time talking with you and hope you enjoy your the rest of your week and hope all the listeners enjoy the rest of their weeks as well. Have a good one, folks.
Thanks for listening.